is the main satellite. The main satellite. You motherfuckers hear that? The main satellite. Man, you, you intend on uh, teaching? Uh, the dog. I was going to ask that question. Yeah, how to how to you know handle a weapon? You know, taking her maybe to a range. How to break a, a weapon down? You know, how to shoot? Be, be not as a child. Not as a child. I mean, as way, an adult. As an adult. Right, because le- like technically he can't buy one, so why she need to learn how to use one? Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, she's not going to be somewhere without me. Or without her mother, and if I don't mean like she's never gonna be from our site. What I'm saying is, if she is at school by herself, right? She goes to school. She wouldn't be able to carry it there. You see what I'm saying? So I would, I will, but it won't be until she's an adult. Because as an adult, then she'll be in environments in which she would have the right to actually use it and have it. I can I can I can get on board with that. I think that there are ways, and this is this is I feel that Terrence, the way that he felt earlier, he suspected that we weren't able to understand that there is a line, and, and there are other people who feel as he feels, uh, that we don't understand that there's a line between being uh, a responsible gun owner um and a fucking nut, you know. But I know for sure that there are ways to exist on the same side of that line um, and not give in to some bizarre travesty of self-preservation. Self, uh, I know that that's possible because I've watched it happen. I watched it happen with my dad. I watched it happen with my granddad, uh, cousins, aunts, uncles, and things of that nature. So mm-hmm. um, there, there is a way to exist. What you're speaking of, Wayne, is that way. That's the way to exist when it comes to that. So what uh, Terrence was saying earlier, I feel, and in fact, I know that he felt there that it's either the way he does things, and there are a lot of people who feel this way about a lot of things in life, or there's the wrong way. So there's the way that I do things, or there's the wrong way. But the problem is, when it, when it <laughs> comes to that way of thought, there are degrees of gray. There are shades right. of gray when it comes to that. And what right, it is right, right, you're right. saying is something that I can, I'm not a gun owner, and I don't want to be, but if I were a gun owner, I would want to be a gun owner with your perspective. Because right. And like even like even you, like if you came over to my house and I and I know that you are not uh not you as in you, but yeah, I mean I can't say you. You know, you came to my house and I know you're you're not fond of guns, you're nervous around guns. Regardless of what I say, you don't feel safe with me having a gun. Like I, I wouldn't put you in that situation. Like I'd be like, hey. Just so you know, I got everything locked up and you know what I'm saying? Right. Just to take your mind off of it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Same here, man. You, you, you wouldn't even know I, I, I'd had weapons if you came to the house, man. I mean, right. I, I don't I don't I don't have them out in the open. You wouldn't know. I'm I'm real discreet with yeah. what I have. Had you not even asked me if I owned a weapon, you, you mean you wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you wouldn't know. And I think um I think that that's the way to be. If you're not shaking your dick around 24-7 or your pussy, you've got one that hangs for those of us, for those women who are listening or 
maybe some men, I don't know. Damn. Um, in this day and age. But uh, uh not the bat wings. The bat wings, the the, the swinging <laughs> saloon doors, you know. Um, I feel that if you're not if you're the sort of individual who views it in that way, then that I can get on board with. Again, I don't have any compulsion or any desire to own them at the moment. But it's like I was saying, or it's what I was saying earlier. They may and 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 knock on wood, right? There may well come a time when I feel compelled to own a firearm, but at the moment I don't. And I have been, and I understand, as I was saying earlier as well, I understand why people feel why they want mm-hmm. them, why they, why they feel that they're a necessity. But for me personally, they're not a necessity in my life at the moment. If I would ever have kids, there's a there's a distinct possibility I may feel I might feel differently. I don't know that I would, but there is a possibility. I'm never, I'm not gonna say I wouldn't, because if everything you say, like my mama says, very goddamn thing you say you won't, but your motherfucking ass end up having to do it or you have to think about it, you know. Right. Um, so I understand why people own them. I understand what people's uh, 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 desire to engage in that necessity is. But the gun nuts, as Mark mentioned earlier, those folks I don't understand. And I also think that's a fine line, too. There'll be individuals you feel like are responsible owners of firearms and of specific sorts of ordinance. But when they're in a situation, you very quickly find out that they are not responsible and they, they should not have uh, firearms. Because- so I think... And I just want to jump in there. I think for me, what it boils down to is how you view your your gap. You know what I'm saying? How you, your strap, how, how you view it. You know what I mean? It is, is it your rod? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Is it, uh, what's it, what are what they call it? Um, your iron, your steel. Yeah. What are they saying? Uh, regulars? You shooting iron, <laughs> yeah. Like, how do you view it? Like, is it an ex- for me, I view it as an extension of me. Like, it's an extension of, of my body. Like, and what I mean is, if I didn't have my, if I was in a situation and I didn't have my weapon, I'm not just gonna sit, I'm just, I'm not gonna just lay there and die. I'm still gonna, I mean, I'll just be real. It, Depending on the situation, I, I still may try to kill you. I mean, I'm just gonna be real. Like if you're just trying to, you know, saying take my money or something, uh, oh yeah, we we could duke it out. But if I, I think you're trying to kill me, I'm going to try to kill you. So I think I look at it, and where I'm going is I look at it as an extension of my body. So regardless if I had a gun available or not, if I feel that threat is a threat of my life, I'm going to match that force. So if I can't get to the gun, I'm gonna get a knife. If I can't get to the knife, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm, I'm gonna tighten up with my boxer stance. So do whatever I need to do. And I'm going, we're gonna go to work. And I think the problem is some people don't think of it as an extension of their body. They look at it as a tool of empowerment. Mm Like, if I don't have this gun, I'm going to be a victim. Mm-hmm. I, I feel empowered with this gun because this gun has power. And without it, I am powerless because I am not going to be able to inflict the same amount of power as this gun. My balls never feel as heavy as when I, as they do when I'm carrying a fucking gun around. Right, 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 right. So, you know, it's like, yeah, if... Like Mark said, you know, somebody come in, he gonna, he gonna do him up. You know what I'm saying? So, and I'm pretty sure if, if he had a pistol, he would do him up. You know, 
And then you have some individuals, if they didn't have a pistol, then they would think I'm unprepared. I'm under, I'm undermatched. I'm not, I'm not ready for this situation because that gun gives them that power. And I think that's where a lot of those people, like we were talking about earlier, you know, proud boys and all those people like that. I think that's their mindset. And that's mm-hmm. the reason why they feel to flaunt those types of, you know what I'm saying? Those types of weapons. When I, when I see the dude at Walmart and, and this kind of ties back into the mass shooting thing. If we at Walmart and I see somebody with a pistol on their hip, on their hip, you don't feel threatened at all. Now, if he's got it in his hand, oh, that's a whole different story. Like, what the fuck is it in your hand for? If it's just on your hip, I don't feel threatened. In my mind, I feel like, look at this clown. He just want attention. Yep. He just want to spark some controversy. He want people to stare at him. He want he want that second glance. Like, wait a minute, does he have a gun? Wait, he does have a gun. Wait, is that a gun? Like, that's all he's looking for. So I don't feel threatened. I just, because it's not in his hand. He's standing there with a bag of Skittles and a, and, a, and a Sprite. I'm not thinking to myself, I better keep my eye on this motherfucker. This shit might get ugly. Mm. This nigga got a bag of Skittles. I might think to myself, man, this motherfucker. <laughs> like, okay, guy, let, let me guess. You got a Hemi, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got a scat pack. You know what I'm saying? You got a... I went so, to, um, huh? sorry, wait, go ahead. So that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, uh, that's why I brought up the point I brought up earlier as far as like seeing people like that. Um, you know, people who are there to do harm basically know the element of surprise is their biggest, their biggest asset. Mm-hmm. Like, even if the assault rifle is in their hand, they're not taking time in the parking lot, making sure their their doors are double locked. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to get in there as quick as possible and start shooting this motherfucker up. Cause as soon as somebody see what I got going on, they're gonna be alarmed. I went to uh, a couple, probably about, um, I guess about a week ago now, almost a week ago, I went to Target. There was some things that I wanted at Target. And um, I went in there and what happened to be the, 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 the department store or grocery store, whatever you want to call it. I was, you know, the vicinity in terms of the closest, it was the closest to where I was. And I went to Target and I'm over in the, I wanted to get a blender and I was over in the uh, houseware section and this big burly guy comes along and he's got a, 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 I don't know what the fuck kind of gun it was, but it was huge and it was hanging from his waist. And he made sure they had his big belly fucking, he had his belly tucked in via the shirt he was wearing a check shirt he was wearing. And he wanted to make sure that people were able to see that it wasn't hidden. He wanted to make sure that people saw it. And I agree what it is that Mark was saying earlier and what you just said just now, which is if you are walking about in that state, I am not only, I, only, I think you're, you're pitiable. I think you're a pitiable fucking creature, right? But it also pisses me off. When I see things like that, it makes me want to bury my teeth in your throat because to, to me, that is a form of intimidation. You can you can conceal your weapon. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or you, can, you don't have to have it all out where everybody right. can see it and they don't have a choice but to see it. Right. So if you're not careful in situations like that, a person who is not interested in conflict 
or a person who's uninterested in, 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 in any sort of madness, you walk into the wrong place or the wrong person or the wrong source of people who've had their own trauma, who've had trauma inflicted upon them, bullshit inflicted upon them. You're right. You end up causing a situation right? because of what you are doing. Because of what you are doing, this is, mm -hmm. and I don't think that everybody in the world is trying to instigate an incident or a situation, but I certainly do believe that a lot of them, a lot of them want something to happen so they can use it. And as I, I was think, saying, it's more than just for it, it's more to it than just protection. Yeah, it's 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 to it's to it's to grow your balls in front of other people. And there are people in this world who have experienced in this country and all across the planet, but since we're speaking about America, there are people in this country who have experienced their own form of trauma. And that might set them off. So the very thing that you have the gun on to prevent, and this is not applicable to everyone, but the, but it is applicable to a lot of people. The very thing you have the gun on, as you say, to prevent, you will end up instigating. It, that does happen. It happens every day, you know? So that's another reason I just, I wouldn't feel, I personally wouldn't feel compelled to carry around a firearm. Even if I own one, I wouldn't feel compelled to go out in public with it because right. you don't know what people who are, who are encountering you, who are seeing you, you don't know what it is they've experienced and what that might cause them to do. Maybe they are one of those uh, uh, gun-happy uh, uh, trigger nuts. And they might see that and they may well feel like they're outmatched or they may feel uh, overdone or overwrought and they'll pull their gun out and, and they may feel the need to peacock a little bit or to peacock a lot. More than a few uh, uh, gun battles or more than a few altercations, the end in death for people involving firearms start that way. Now, I'm not saying it's the responsibility of the gun owner to uh, 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 hide their light, so to speak, under a bushel. What I am saying is be adult, just just be, be responsible, be an adult. Right. And if you have issues that you're dealing with in turn with where your self-esteem or your manhood or your womanhood, if these things are questioned, then the places to take that out, the places to deal with that would be in a, a therapist chair or mm -hmm. at the bottom of a motherfucking bottle or at the bottom of a blunt, <laughs> whatever the fuck it is you want. It is certainly not out in public amongst <laughs> other people. It is not my problem. The, 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 what, whatever insecurities you had, it's not my problem to deal with the weight of that. That's your motherfucking problem. Deal with it appropriately. It has nothing to do with anybody else. So I, what I, it, don't what want, it, I don't want to see it on the hit. I, I, I don't like to see it. I mean, if you're gonna have it, have it. I, I, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I, I don't want to go on Walmart and see it on your hip. I think it's a douchebag move. It is. It is a douchebag move. I mean, you already have the right to have arms. I mean, mm -hmm. if you can conceal it, conceal it. I mean, there's no reason. There's no reason for you to have, like you say, peacock in your weapon. Yeah, because there's no reason. What, for what it. are you doing? What are you doing? What is what is what is the what is the end game? But that's like you're I, talking about like that. Like I said earlier, that that's that's where that whole empowerment comes from. So, in order for a potential air quotes, bad guy to, to either pick whether he's going to fuck with me or he's going to fuck with Mark. I'm going to make sure he chooses Mark because I'm going to have my pistol on display because I, it gives me that extra up for power. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like, don't pick on me because, you know, I, 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 I have the ability to do something about it. You're a bully. Instead of just... Instead yeah. of just being a regular, you know what I'm saying, man or a woman and just being like, hey, take it in your own risk. You don't know what's really going on underneath this underneath this hoodie. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, 
I did wanted to do talk about the the what Mark brought up about the whole Texas situation though, because I I love I love thinking about that one. So what are your thoughts, Mark, about um Texas style gun laws or or stand are you talking about just the recent uh legislation or are you talking about like stand your ground type situations? Oh, I was talking about the recent one. Uh, we can we can okay. talk about stand your ground. We can talk about it. What's the deal? You don't need a permit out there, right? No nah. deal. In nope. Texas, yeah, what's the deal? You can just anybody can just anybody go in and if you're 21. Yeah, if you're old enough to drink before you go to the bar, stop at the gun shop and get your pistol. Mm -hmm. So there's there's no online courses, there's no nothing. weapons handling courses, nothing. You need to attend, nothing. 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 I didn't know that. That's just that's, hand over your cash or your debit card. As long as you got money. First. That's yep. that's yep. crazy. That's crazy. Now that's, that's crazy. crazy. What's your, that, thoughts, that what's your thoughts, Mark? What's your what's your thoughts about crazy. that? I, I what Jay said, I think is crazy. Like that's just you, you asking for that's some so trouble. Yeah, you asking for some trouble because there are a lot of people out there that don't that need uh, education on how to handle guns and mm -hmm. you know, um, gun safety and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. I think I think that should be required. You know, you, you should have to go to a class or take a few hours on gun safety, at least. That's incredible that they're even as a state, how they're even able to do that. Yeah. And also, um, there should be there should be some sort of even if it's there should be a cursory mental, a basic, at least mental evaluation. If anybody can go out and get a fucking gun in Texas. You don't have to have a license or anything like that. It's really no wonder, and I didn't know that until just now. It's really no wonder that there's many shootings there as, as there are. Where was it that, um, was it in Texas with the, a um, couple weeks ago, the woman was out with her son and he was on a, a trike or a, 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 a small bike and a, a neighbor's dog came out and the dog was friendly, the dog wasn't aggressive and his asshole, his bitch, pulled out a gun and tried to shoot the dog and shot her own goddamn son and uh, the doing of it. Was that in Texas? Mm. I'm not sure. I didn't hear that one. Yeah. But that, 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 that gun law in Texas doesn't go into effect until September 1st. Mm -hmm. And yeah. apparently, I, the, from what I read, like um, that, that might be the case in, in some other states. If it's not the case already in some other states, other states are Proposing, yeah, considering, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll say, uh, I'm kind of torn on it, fellas. I'm kind of torn on, it. and the only reason I say I'm torn on it, I, I'm looking at it from a different standpoint. First of all, to get started, like first started with gun ownership, especially when you're talking about safety courses and and permits and all that, it's expensive, man. Like it, it's. And I feel like it's it's an unnecessary taxation. Now, if the courses were free, if all this stuff was free, then I'd be like, yeah, keep that in place, lock that in. Um, I think anybody who's no, 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 no stick up kid. That sounds like an old phrase. I haven't, heard, I haven't heard that shit. What they call them now? What they, <laughs> yeah. what they call them? You know what I'm saying? No, no, no stick up kid, no, no, uh, no banger, no, no dope man. 
or you know those type of individuals I, I ain't talking about i'll talk about the mental health people but those type of individuals more than likely they're not purchasing their firearm legally anyway yeah more than likely like you're not gonna be you know triple og and you and you go down to the gun shop buying whatever you need like i don't more than likely they are obtaining you know because you're not going to spend money like if i'm if i'm trying to rob people i'm not going to spend four hundred dollars so i can start robbing people <laughs> Get a gun, yeah. i need money anyway that's why i'm robbing people so i'm not going to invest that type of uh finance to go embark on uh in criminal activity so more than likely i'm getting it from an illegal source because it's going to be more lucrative for me you gotta get um, what you gotta get right 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 so i think like some of the uh like texas i think they playing it's a dangerous game i'm with i'm ready and and interested to see you know what transforms um and but the standpoint i'm thinking of is like some of the the, the wait times some of them are ridiculous like some of the wait times to be able to 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 get certain permits and stuff may be like um i remember one time uh i was looking at the one of the counties i was staying in in the, in the area down here the wait time to get a court appointment for a permit take take a guess how long it was but for for a handgun right for a concealment license 5 months 2025. 2025. 20 the year 2025. So you expect people to wait four years to be able to do that type of, of carry. Like things like that, I think are ridiculous. I, and, and that's the only that's the only part I'm in agreement with. If it can cut some of the red tape to assist a, a, a law abiding or wanting to be remain a law abiding citizen utilize a, a force of protection that can be available that's the that's the only that's the only bonus that i see out of it like some of these states the wait time is ridiculous i mean it may be years some counties you can't even get it some states you can't even get it like it's kind of like damn so either now i embark you know whoever that person is that person embarks in criminal activity to protect themselves or you you don't make it a criminal act for them to be able to do that by eliminating some of that red tape now i don't know about um uh three years uh four years in some of these areas from what you were saying wayne does uh it is a, a long time but the way that you said that what it, the first thing i thought of was well if you're gonna get a gun and you are interested in being a stick up kid or you're interested in being uh, an asshole or some person who loves intimidating other people, uh, you're gonna get the gun anyway. You're gonna get the weapon. You're gonna get what you gotta get, right? But I also believe that that can deter um, specific sorts of individuals from getting their hands on firearms and at least, and at least that way. And at least that way, if I right. were a person who wanted to run out into the world and cause the maximum amount of chaos, First off, my patience isn't the best. So four years is a long time. <laughs> Three and a half years is a long time. But I like to believe, in terms of how I feel, that I will be deterred 
Now I'm probably going to go out and get a gun anyhow, or a knife or a hacksaw or a machete or something. But that's just one more way, uh, as far as I'm concerned, to deter that assholes can be deterred from getting their hands on. Uh, no, I agree. Machines. I agree. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not in disagreement with you. I'm saying I know that it puts some motherfuckers off. Unless they right. want to go to a so the ones that I think that that those type of restrictions apply best for are those that their intent is not to be a repeat. A mass shooter mindset is not to be a serial mass shooter. Like they they it's it would be unrealistic to think that they're planning their fourth, their fifth, their sixth attack attack. Like someone who's going out to rob somebody, yeah, they're gonna rob as many people as possible three days a week, however many times they can until they get caught. But a mass shooter, nine times out of 10, in my in my opinion, their thought is either go out, you know, in a blaze of glory or be apprehended on that first go round. Mm -hmm. So those, for the, those types of restrictions, I agree with for those type of individuals because they don't have a criminal history. They don't, well, I can't say they don't, the chances of them having a criminal history may be slimmer, and but it's a a a mental issue that they have going on mm -hmm. that's putting them in a mindset of I'm going down to Walmart and I'm just letting loose this whole magazine. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's a mental that's a mental issue. So, Terrence, what do you what do you think about wait times on um on firearms? If you if you want to uh, procure one, what do you think about wait times? What is the adequate amount of time? Um, have you ever had an issue with that? Um, how do you feel about that? I definitely think wait times are important. I, I don't know if there's a specific time frame that that makes sense. I think I think a week or two is is adequate. Um, Definitely, because what that does, if you know, if you've got a heightened situation, it gives time for things to cool off, gives times for psychiatric evaluations. There needs to be a thorough background check, first and foremost. And I'm not sure if you, you know how everybody feels about that, but I think there should be psychiatric evaluations, which they are. Um, now you have to have psychiatric evaluation. Um, I think there should be thorough background checks. There should be, you know, you should almost probably take, you know, probably take an anger management class before you're able to get a gun permit. I think they should schedule, for example, you, you go order your gun permit on a Sunday. I think they should have an anger management class teed up on that Friday or Saturday of that, that same week and that you're required to be a part of. I think you should have maybe an emotional intelligence class that you take in conjunction with that in that week time frame. Mm -hmm. That where I just don't think there should be, I just don't think it should be six months, a year, five years, three years. I don't know if there's an adequate time frame because a person is going to procure a gun or a weapon. If that's the case, if they're angry enough, they're just going to grab the first thing they can get their hands on. Like, you know, we right. always talk about gun safety, but there's a lot of knife, you know, injuries and stabbings overseas. In Canada, you're not allowed to have guns. There's a lot of stabbings. I have friends that live in Canada. I know for a fact. And when there is mass shootings, there's not anybody around with weapons and very limited amount of people who can even defend off a mass shooter because mm -hmm. there's not guns there. So... I know people who live there personally and there's a lot of stabbings and, and other types of injuries. So the, the point is, I mean, you're not going to be able to stop a bad person from doing bad things. The goal is to try to slow them down enough that we can track them and flag them and maybe prevent them from harming other people the best of, to the best of our ability. That's which, by the I, way, doesn't, which by the way, doesn't happen enough. Right. Um, 
Wayne, um, uh, Wayne answered this question a moment ago. Um, Jason, do you have kids? No. Uh -uh. Okay, so um, you and Wayne, uh, uh, Terrence, are the individuals who have kids in the group at the moment. Um, and Wayne answered the question earlier. What do you, and I wanted to ask you this, what do you think is an appropriate age? Now you said, uh, you spoke of how you grew up and you were taught to shoot guns and you were taught how to respect them and uh, uh, how to have responsibility for them, adequate responsibility for them. So my question is now you have a kid, your son is what, 13? Yes. So how old do you feel is old enough for you to now introduce him to what it is you were introduced to in a responsible, uh, sane manner? Have uh, Does he know? about guns does he does he is he shown any interest in shooting them or being able to handle them what do you think is appropriate age for your son that you know personally that you uh, uh for him to be that you can sort of uh begin an introduction to him and safety and responsibility and respect for the for the weapon it, it wasn't until recently that i put a gun in his hand uh, he's 13 and i'll tell you why i put a gun in his hand i explained him how to load a magazine i explained to him what it looks like when there's a, a loaded chamber or around in the chamber mm -hmm. i explained to him that you know because it's the thing there's gonna be times where like for example the past weekend he traveled out of town with his basketball team he wasn't around he was with his, his team for almost four days friday almost through monday morning so realistically speaking i don't know what he's encountering when i'm not around but i do want him to know if he sees a gun the first question he knows to ask is is there a round chambered in this gun so before somebody hands him a weapon, he needs to know, is there a round chambered in this gun? Mm -hmm. That's the first thing. Then he also knows how to clear a round that's chambered in the, in, the, in, the, in the gun. And he also needs to make sure that he's handling it properly and it's not putting him or someone else in danger. And second, most, the most important thing at all, he shouldn't be around anybody with a gun at 13 years old. Mm -hmm. Unless it's me or somebody that, you know, an adult, there's someone that's teaching him something. But the point I'm making is I don't want him to grow up in an environment where he's unaware or uneducated. So that when he is 15 or 16 or 17 or 18 and he encounters a handgun and somebody's waving it around, there's a there's a round in there, a live round. He doesn't even know. And, and there, there's that's how accidents happen. Does it make you does it make you nervous in terms of, of uh, like when you put the gun in his hand? I'm sure that there was no round in the gun or anything like that. But when it comes to you teaching him how to teaching him how to use one, in terms of his innocence, in terms of his ignorance when it comes to them, you know, in terms of his uh, uh, inability to be aware of what they are and what they mean uh, in the long term, is it ever frightening to you? Even though that's how you grew up and and you learn how to be a responsible gun owner and all those things, does it ever frighten you that you uh, either feel compelled to teach him about the ins and outs of gun safety and management and handling. Um, and if it does, if it doesn't, why doesn't it make you nervous? Now, I'm not telling you through that question that you ought to be nervous. I'm saying that if I had a kid or maybe one of my nephews or nieces, it would make me extremely nervous. It would be frightening to me. So that's my question for you when it comes to that. Okay. I don't, I don't know how this is going to come off to people listening or how it might come off to people on the, on the cast, but every time I touch a weapon, I have a certain level of concern, heightened concern. I have a certain level of respect. And there's a small fraction, if there was a pie chart, I would say 80 to 90% is care and safety and all that stuff. But there's a small fraction in that pie chart where I actually have a sense of fear because I need to make sure I'm not putting myself or somebody else at harm. Mm -hmm. 
And that's me being 100% transparent. There is a small fraction every time I touch a weapon that I need to make sure, okay, is there, you know, a live round in this gun? You know, make sure it didn't jam, all those things. Because I don't want to hurt myself or somebody else. So, yes, I am afraid for myself and other people. But when I know that it's in his hands, I make sure that everything is cleaned, cleaned out. Mm-hmm. There's not even a magazine in the handgun. But I want to make sure he understands the right way. It's the same thing Same thing when we have a conversation about driving. You're not just going to hand the keys to the kid and say, okay, you went through driver's ed. Here, take the car, go. There's small nuances that you have to prepare them for. And I'm still going to be nervous when he goes out and drives. I don't care how many times he passes his driver's test. I don't care that the state says he's legal and he can go out there. When you, when you have given him, you said you placed the gun in his hand for the first time not too long ago. Um, did you, I know how I would feel. Did you feel, I guess the question, I know the question I have is how did that, make you feel because it, in a very real sense uh that was a part of his childhood gone and that's not me judging you that's me saying now he's aware of something that he was not he was unaware of before so how did that make you feel and and how will you carry forward uh, how will you move forward with that i i know exactly what you're asking um i felt i felt responsible i felt i was actually proud that we had this conversation and i was very, i was very proud that we talked about it in this way. And I was also, what I was most, most proud about was his lack of response. So he wasn't excited. He didn't, you know, he wasn't, he, he respected it. He didn't, he didn't act like, okay, you know, some kid with a, with a handgun, he knew to handle it with care. He knew to be very cautious and he respects it. And I think he will always respect it because I taught him to respect it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? This, Mm -hmm. this can take somebody's life or your own. Is there an age where you feel like, um, and this this is to you as well, Wayne, is there an age where you feel like it, um, at what age do you feel it'd be appropriate to take your kids to, say, for instance, a gun range? Now, I know both of y'all shooting at ranges mm-hmm. and things like that, because that's a part, from a lot of people's perspectives, that's or from some people's perspectives, that's a part of um, uh, ownership and responsible the responsible handling of a, of a firearm and um, uh, the respect that goes into it. So the question I have for both y'all is, um, at what age would it be good? Or would you take your kid out to the woods? Would you take the kid hunting? Would you take him to a firing range? Or what age is good for that? And would, would y'all feel comfortable with that? I'm not taking my son to the range right now. Um, there's too many accidents that happen at the range. I've seen too many videos lately of people, you know, toying around with a gun and playing around with a gun. Um, I, I wouldn't do that. I, I live out, I, I would take him to the country and let him go out there He's been doing some practice shooting with pellet guns and airsoft rifles. Mm. So we've done that with airsoft out in the country where there's no houses or nobody can be harmed out on about, you know, 10 acres. So he's way out. But no, I, I have no interest right now in taking him to a gun range ever. Maybe when he's 18. Okay, I'm, go ahead. I'm sorry. I said maybe when he's 18 and I, I don't even trust gun ranges then, really. I don't like going to the gun range. Mm-hmm. And what about you, Wayne? How do you feel about it? Or what age do you feel might be appropriate to teach your daughter how to shoot? Where would you take her? Would you take her to the range, out in the open, in the country someplace? Would it be on a hunting trip? How would that work for you? What's your confidence um, to that? Yeah, so, I mean, like I was saying earlier, I mean, she wouldn't be a child. 
I mean, I wouldn't even expose her to it until she was an adult. So, like I said, there's, there's, for me personally, there's no, uh, there's no situation that she should be in, in which she would have to um, be responsible for saving her own life in that way. Mm -hmm. Especially when, when when I'm thinking about the ramifications of what if she does save her life now now, you know, you know that's that that would be crazy for me to think about like. Mm -hmm. She killed somebody at the age of 10. Like, that's going to affect her forever in some way. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go to the ring. I mean, I wouldn't go until she's an adult. And then when she became an adult, yeah, I'd probably choose the range. Yeah. Um, just for the simple fact of, I, I feel from my experience, uh, the ranges that I, I go to and stuff, they are a more um, controlled environment mm -hmm. as far as, um, you know, when the, how, how to utilize the, the firearm and stuff. Because mm -hmm. your average range has, has different times for like beginners and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. they limit the amount of people that are in there. Uh, there's, usually an instructor that's actually in the actual uh range setting with them um so it's not just kind of like hey you know i'm talking about the ones i've been to so it's, it, it was never like hey everybody good luck in there you know <laughs> so it's not <laughs> some know, really nearly situation. situation it's always nice and tightened up right 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 so like i said because because you you know if the ranges i've been to i mean even you know, you can inquire like, hey, when is the best time for a beginner shooter? Mm -hmm. You know, and they a lot of times they may have those times reserved or they may let you know their least busy times or, mm -hmm. you know, some of them even have a more um, kind of private setting, especially the ones that offer uh, firearm safety classes. Uh, those times, I mean, you may have a range that has uh, Ten, 10 lanes in it, but it's only three people in there and there's two instructors in there with them watching them while they're they're doing their thing. So um I know uh that the first time I was allowed to fire uh to use the firearm actively, I was 17 and a half, 18 years old, um, when I went into the into the Air Force. And um uh you know, I had seen guns, my dad owned a gun, but he never I, I don't recall ever seeing him hold it more than once. And so, um, so we were, my brothers and sister and I were able to see it, but we were never allowed to hold it. And he had a lockbox with a big padlock and all of those things. But I remember the first time I ever held one and I fired it, it was, for me, I can't understand. It's just not for me to understand how people could have a sense of power and authority with it. Cause all it did is make me want to ship myself. It was terrifying. And no matter how many times I shot it, how many times I used it, I was aware of what it was and it was frightening to me. That's just me. It may sound pussified to some people who are listening or even people on this, this podcast at the moment, but it was terrifying to me. And um, that's why I left it where it was when I came back to North Carolina. I didn't want to feel that. It just felt bad. It felt bad. You know, it sounded bad. It felt bad. It smelled bad. But I understand people's, I understand the necessity for under certain circumstances. 
Um, so if I would, if I had kids, I don't have any children, but I have many nephews and nieces, I would never feel comfortable. Me, I wouldn't feel comfortable placing a gun in their hands at any age, um, period. It, I, I, because I feel highly uncomfortable and they make me nervous. You know, Jason, oh, if you were a gun owner, what would you, what do you think would be an appropriate age or, you know, or appropriate time, place? I'm gonna throw a number out there. Uh, what's driving age now? Is it 16? 16. Mm -hmm. 16? I think 16 is a, a reasonable number maybe to go to a, go to a range, mm -hmm. maybe shoot a, a rifle, maybe, maybe a handgun. Mm -hmm learn how to properly maybe load a magazine, how to unload a weapon, place it on safe, uh, just how to move with a weapon, making sure you, you're not pointing the weapon at anything, mm -hmm. you're not intending on shooting. I feel like that would be some vital information for a 16 year old, I mean, you're driving, you know? Um, mm -hmm. I don't have kids, but I would want to expose them to ways they can protect themselves. I mean, because you have a right to, mm -hmm. not out of necessity. Uh, well, actually it, it's it's almost like it is out of necessity these days. I mean, you, you need to be able to protect yourself. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of changed my stance earlier as far as the uh, Texas, as far as their position. I'm still against a lot of the assault weapons, but um, you know what, hey, 21, is that the age? Yeah. In Texas, you, just, yeah. You, can just, you can just go to a Walmart and just walk out with something the same day. Howdy. Uh, yeah, not now, though. That, that, that September. changed. September. September? Is that when That changed. What is, it, what is it saying now? So, Academy Sports, you can't even purchase an assault rifle in Academy Sports anymore. Okay, okay. As so far as the you, law you, in Texas, as far as that law. I was saying was is that is that 21 is that the deal yeah it's 21 with handguns and you all yeah, were, i think y'all were I opposed to that i'm i'm handguns and revolvers i think are, are are fair game i think right assault rifles just take them off the table take them off the table it's it i can't think of any situation other than the one that I spoke of early that I, I do still believe is very possible, the zombie apocalypse, in which, <laughs> hey, that shit could happen, man. I feel, you don't think we should be able to obtain assault right now? Nah. I mean, even, even individuals like, you know, me and you, for instance. No need. We, you know, we, I mean, uh, yeah. And, uh, Terrence, you know, uh, not Terrence. The military, Brody, the military purpose was not for me to uh the training in the military for me was not to teach me how to um harm someone i was taught how to kill someone you get what i'm saying like we don't practice shooting in the leg hell the targets don't even have no fucking legs on <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> i mean I, 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 mean, I, I got so, you so I'm like for the military yeah, because you are training for the possibility of warfare. Mm -hmm. And in warfare, it's all fair game. So I don't think that any uh, 
civilian person. Right, uh, right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, should yeah. have access to uh, assault rifles or military. Anything. Give them assaults. Yeah, of that sort. Regular and civilians. Hey, I, I kind of think there should be like a magazine. Let be honest with you, like you know, there's what, a lot of what these is, what is that clips and. You saying what you, is the number? No, what, what no more that, than a, that number. What should that number be? No more than the, what the the average size magazine can hold. In other words, if it well, extends, okay. So if it extends past the butt of the the the, the grip of the pistol, oh, so no extended clips. No extended. Right, 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 so right, no, right. No, no, no extendos. But tell me this. So, what is your average handgun uh, hold? Uh, it depends on the caliber. Nine millimeter. 16. 15, but yeah. Well, you got one in the chamber. All right, so 16, 15, one in the chamber. Somebody comes in and they got two magazines and able to exchange them out quickly. What's the difference between that and somebody who's got a 30, 30 round drum? What's the difference? What's the difference there's between a, somebody- there's a, there's a pause in between them exchanging the magazine. So there's a huge an, difference. I don't have an issue with the magazine. My my issue, I I, I I I feel like you can you should be able to purchase a gun, sixteen handgun. Mm-hmm. Um, Age sixteen? Well, not sixteen. We was talking about shooting, shooting weapons. As far as Texas, we were talking about twenty one being the age where you can just walk wherever guns are sold. Walk in there Monday. Walk out Monday with with a weapon in your hand. Um, Handguns, rifles, I'm I'm cool with that. I as far as an M16, uh an, an AR15, military grade, like we had when we came through recruit training and when mm-hmm. we was in the There's military. No and I feel like if I was able to complete a course or show that I've handled that weapon before, why wouldn't I be able to obtain the weapon? That I was issued while serving this because, country. Because not a civilian, you, but you me were myself. Issued, you were issued it not to perform civil duties. You were issued it not to be a civilian. You were issued it to be a government military personnel. But that but, but that but that oath was to protect against foreign and domestic terrorists, right? Right. As a military so, personnel. So, so we all agree once military, always military, right? No. No, I don't agree with that. Once you're when you're out of the military, you're out of the military. So once you're discharged, you're no longer considered military. You're considered a veteran, if, uh, depending upon um, veteran and military are two different things. Yeah, they're two different things, man. Depending upon what you're, uh, how it's not a lifetime membership where I can just go and 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 just walk up and just and be like, hey, let me hop on this on this battleship. And, and and go for a ride with y'all like you can't get up here yes i can I'm, I'm military how long how long have you been in i was in 12 years ago that's not the way to work a lot of them proud bro, bro, boys bro, 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 that you, way bro you said when you when you when you <laughs> hey bro you stood up yeah i'm still here go ahead i'm listening you, you was in the air force you said when you was getting out yeah that they were going to let you that. they were going to let you keep your service weapon Never, I, was, I had the option. Heard. I had the option to hold on to the weapon and I was issued. No, duh. I've never, <laughs> never, never heard. heard. You, I'm, I'm not issue. saying it's not true. No, no, what no, I'm, I'm saying not, is I'm, the Air Force, 
damn, that's that's Duh, a, that's you, like a signing bonus. Duh, was you was you was you issued a, a service weapon? Yes. While you was in. Yes. Take home with me? No. I had the I had the option. I'm 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 gonna see if I can make. I had the option. The, the, the weapon that I had, I had the option to bring it home to, to keep it, to hold on to it. It was mine. I had the option. I left it where it was. Now, if I was issued an, an M16, which I was, and they gave me that option, mm-hmm. well, upon, it wasn't to, you know, upon it wasn't getting out of the military to keep it. It wasn't anything. Well, it was you, a, ain't it gonna, was you ain't gonna, gonna take that joint, man. Come on, it, no, it was well, on, it, it was a handgun. It was a handgun. Okay, um, it wasn't anything like that. But whatever, whatever it might have been, I wouldn't have wanted to hold on to. I didn't like to do it. I didn't like to use it when I was using it when I was being trained to use it. I didn't like holding it. It made me feel weird. It made me feel I didn't feel good about it. So whatever well, it was, bro, they felt so, I was properly equipped to handle it while I was in the service. I feel like you know if, if I can, I mean if you can just walk in and get a, a hand. Yeah, but but you know what? No, while you're in the service, guess what? You're under their supervision. Yeah, there's a huge difference. You're under their supervision. You I don't even, you're, you're, under, you're under Geneva Code. So, I mean, you're still going to be under the same laws of the land. I mean, no, 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 no not, 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 not applicable laws. I'm talking about under their supervision. When you were in service, you check let, you go, let you go missing for three days in a row. Mm-hmm. And they come looking for your ass. Mm-hmm. They want to know where you at, what you're doing, why you AWOL, right? You're yeah. under their supervision. Yeah. They can do that now with the assault weapons. Whatever it who was, gonna check on everybody with an assault weapon, man. Who the fuck? What? Who gonna what's do the, that? What's, man? The, what's the what's the red tape for, man? Why is it taking three, four years to get a concealed weapons permit? I mean, I could see if it was a matter of okay, we're gonna just do these extensive background checks on these individuals. It's we're under hey, It's like the DMV, so it's I, just taking time to do it. But I, I don't feel like they're doing any of that. I think it's to if you want to know my opinion on it, it's what I was saying earlier. I think it's to deter people to a degree. To a degree, it's to deter people. Like you need to think about now. Five years, four years, three years is, is quite a while. Um, but I think it's honestly, I think that was a a, a backlog based off that particular county. I mean, it's yeah. just a back. I just see it as a backlog, man. All it was is paperwork and processing. It's just a backlog. It wasn't designed as the average weight. They were just backlog. But so my point was, weight, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm saying it was just the average. Uh, it wasn't the average weight. It just happened to be a backlog with that situation. Uh, but my point was, you know, not necessarily that there should be no weight, but there's a few things that I think should not be put in place that all the checks and balances, okay, that's cool, but I don't think I should have to pay for every single thing right. that you were asking of me. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, if you want me to do a, a, a mental health eval, okay, is that going to be offered free through the local um, social services department? Now, you, you mean, me you, mean as, you mean as just like a regular citizen? Right. You want me to do a background check? Okay. Am I, is that free when I go to the police department? Can I just do a free background check? I they, think they take a lot care, of the, they take care of that. Well, shit. I think if, you, if you're willing to put oh. the money down on the gun, you ought to be willing to pay for whatever it is that comes with it. The responsibility of owning it. That's my personal perspective of it. Who takes you care of the background check? Hmm? When you pay your, when, in Guilford County, when you pay your $12, your, your, you pay your $12. Right, so you're paying for it. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's $12. It's negligible. It's only $12? Yes. That's fucking disturbing. Yeah. One, one permit per gun. Okay. So what I'm saying is, I don't, I don't necessarily issue 
But if you're gonna have those particular types of checks in place, one, make them free, free of charge. Uh, Cause it, and to me, it's kind of like, okay, I have to pay to- uh, make, it, make it free. Owning a yeah. gun is a privilege. Owning a gun is a privilege, though. Well, I thought you said it was a right. It's both. Okay, so I have a right. So why am I paying for that right? Um, the same way you pay. Okay, let's. Uh, all right, we're gonna I raise the I, price on bullets while man, we, we at should, it. We we should, right. we thousand dollars a bullet. <laughs> we stretching. <laughs> we stretching right now. We just need common sense laws, man. Common sense laws. Common sense laws and common sense laws and safety checks. It's real simple. Well, you remember now to everybody, common sense is something different. I always say it's relative sense. Sense is relative to everyone. There's no such thing as common sense. Everybody <laughs> believes differently and moves in different ways when it comes to stuff like Relativity. that. So what is common sense? To you may well not be that to Mark or to Wayne or to Jason or to me. That's my perspective on it. I don't know. I, I mean. I don't know how we're going to be able to stop. Like I said, I mean, if somebody wants to cause somebody harm and you you make them wait 14 days for a gun permit and they can't go pick up the handgun for 14 days, they're just going to take their car and drive it into a crowd of people. The, the problem is we live in a country, we live in a world with evil individuals and people have bad intentions. And when people have bad intentions coupled with resources, you cannot stop them. You can only hope to prevent the, the mass hysteria that they can cause. You can dance so your shot the number of people today able to fucking kill or harm though. Exactly. That car crash is only gonna kill it ain't gonna kill 30 people. Is that I mean is that is that the mind state behind it though? We're gonna flood the world with guns to prevent us from these crazy lunatics that are running some places. Yeah. I and think that's like I the, think wild, that's wild the, West. the I mean, mindset that's, of, of Texas. I, mean, that's I think they look at it as in you know, wild, wild West days, you know, everybody had something. So Draw. only those who really wanted to try it actually tried it. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the mindset. Like if everybody got a piece, if everybody could have a piece, then you're kind of minimizing uh, uh, some of the, um, you're equalizing some of the leverage that everybody has kind to have an equal amount of force it. on somebody else. Yeah. And then if, they, if, they, if that's the great equalizer, then there are obviously going to be people who are going to want to be more than equal, like an animal farm. Some animals are more equal than others. You know what I'm saying? So what do you move from there? Um, when everybody has a gun, everybody has a goddamn rod. Well, what's next? Grenades? Or, <laughs> rods, or you know, what's, what's next when it comes to that, you know? But that's the, that's the whole point, though, man. Like, you got to have, it's just, it's a never-ending cycle. And what it is, is it's the whole question of, you know, who has more firepower than the other person? And so for years, we've, we've heard stories of these race wars, potentially conspiracy theorists around that. We've heard, you know, especially during COVID, things got real heated, you know, during the election, during all these different times, specifically during COVID, people were concerned there might be a food shortage. There might be mass hysteria. People are going to be running into people's homes. My thought process is, OK, why not protect yourself? Why not have multiple guns at your home? Why not have people in your home? If you have five or four people who inhabit a home and only one person is equipped and knows how to operate it, but you've got five or six handguns or five or six rifles and all this other, what's the point? Why not, why not educate your wife or your spouse or significant other, your girlfriend or boyfriend or your kids or, or of, of, of respective age, your 18-year-old or 21-year-old kids? Why not prepare them? 
the only time they can use a handgun to protect themselves is when you're in the home. If somebody, if you're out of town, or you're, you're not there, they don't know how to operate it. That's like having, that's like having four vehicles in the driveway and only one person knows how to drive. But are the, are the rest of them adults? Yeah, they're all adults. You got four vehicles in the home and only one person knows how to drive. You got four adults, five adults, and no, and everybody else, they're not, they're not equipped. They don't know how to drive a manual transmission. They know how to drive so an automatic, but they don't know how to drive so a manual transmission. Let's say, I don't, I don't, I kind of remember both the ages of your children, but let's just a vague number. Let's say 15 years from now, you guys went on a family trip, right? Y'all loaded up in a, in a nice little rented Dodge caravan going on a family trip. We're going to do many bands, bro. Expect, oh, yeah. Would you expect you, your wife, your son, and your daughter to be strapped in the car? <laughs> no, no. I mean, that's kind of what you just said, though. No, what I just—that's not what I said. What I said was all of them to be comprehend, all of them to be able and be cognizant and be competent enough to operate it in the absence of someone who is comfortable doing so. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody knows how to use it. Yeah. So we do agree. Nope. <laughs> Until next time on the main satellite. Yeah, yeah. All right, fellas. All right, good night, bro. Take it easy, bro. All right. All right.